Welcome back to Aliens Watching Reality TV. I'm Erica. I am not Josh. Oh, I'm kidding. I am Josh. Wow, you really threw us for a loop there. I know, right? I always, I always want to like just keep y'all guessing about how I'm gonna open. Um. Well, today uh, we are talking about Love Is Blind season two, episode two, continuing our Patreon um, rewatch slash watch for the first time of season two because um I've seen it before, but this is Josh's first time. And so whichever This is my first time actually. Kind of yeah. Situation you're in, you're uh, in good hands. Yeah, it was it was I mean, this was a nice change from life that I'm currently used to because I'm currently going through a period of exams in grad school and it's not a fun time to be me. Um but soon hopefully that will change. Soon it will be a fun time to be me again. Well, uh, the best I can do is to just um, make you watch Love is Blind while you're extremely busy studying for your exams so that you are forced to have some fun in your life as well. I need something to cleanse my brain from all the, the stuff that I'm reading. Like, I'm, I'm really, I really needed some help. It's just funny to think of all the, watching. you know, there's people who are so judgmental of, like, reality TV and stuff and the... There are so many people who probably shit themselves at the idea of love is blind being the brain cleanser, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's not a, it's just, it's not a cleanse thing. It's just, you watch this and you're like, well, at least I'm not on love is blind, you know? Because I could be on love is blind. People could be watching me there, my family, my friends, everyone who's ever known me possibly. Um, and I could, become a complete i could look like a total fool out there you know and never like live it down i is that how you feel yeah. when you watch love is blind because i've heard other people say that that like they think the point of reality tv is so that we will like feel better than the people on it and i i don't ever feel that way i let me see do i feel better or just uh, or what you just said would you watching it do you feel like, oh, at least I'm not on Love is Blind? Like, is that part of the enjoyment of it? I'm just curious. Is it part of the enjoyment of it? No. No, that was a joke, honestly. Okay. I, mean, I didn't. I yeah, would, that's why I was just curious because I, I have to If there was a game real. where I could, I mean, I don't want to say there was a game, but like, I really like this idea. This is a really good way of connecting with people, you know, not getting to see them. But at the same time, I, I, you know, I am afraid of public humiliation. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I am just the kind of person who would end up with a bad edit because I just would give them too, too much to work with, you know? Yeah, yeah. Too much to work with is a problem. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I, I, I. <laughs> I feel like if I ever was on reality TV, I would end up being a villain. I would probably end up in like a demi kind of position, you know? I, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, I think, I think you would definitely turn up in a demi situation because you would not be able to, you'd like see right through all the bullshit and would not play the game. And then they'd be like, all right, this person needs to go home because they're just not playing by the rules, you know? 
Like they're not respecting the rose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like for real, I was just, I, I could not believe that that, that conversation happened. The, the conversation of respecting the rose. I, well, you have I, to explain I'm it still... to the people who didn't listen to that episode. Then. <laughs> so the episode, our friend Demi, um, who was on The Bachelor, um, she was on an episode with us and she was explaining, um, yeah, she was explaining how her experience went and tell us more. Erica, how did how did her experience go? <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. Oh, just that at one point she was just joking around and picked up the rose and it was like, this is going to be mine tonight. And then all the girls uh, freaked out because that was like the rose is sacrosanct. And um, it, it was like going in and just like fiddling around with, you know, Catholic uh, bones of saints or something. You know, they're just like, Right, losing yeah. their minds, and it was so funny. It's, it's like it's these things aren't real. <laughs> you touched M. Hotep's book of death or life or some shit. Yes, no way. Anyways, let's um let's talk about uh Love's Bond season two episode two. How about how about it? I thought it was I thought it was entertaining as fuck. Yeah. So I thought it was by far one of the one of the most entertaining. Well, I'd say entertaining as in like good. It was really good TV, you know. Uh, like like it, the amount of drama, the back and forth, like things happening, and at one point, just like for a moment, everything stopped because everyone was just like in total shock, <laughs> including me. I was like, what? Really? Um, I don't even we're know what you're there. talking about. We're going to get there. Okay. <laughs> well, um, so let's start. I took notes. We can just go in chronological order. The episode starts with Danielle and Nick meeting. That was like the uh, cliffhanger from the first episode. And I feel like their meeting yeah. goes pretty much the way you would expect it to go. I feel like you know that yeah, they are yeah. going to like each other. And then they do. Two white people, you know, they're just like, oh, hey, you're white, I'm white, all right, no surprises. That is not the full extent of it, because they're also both very neurodivergent. No, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, I guess I culturally, we are culturally not going to be surprised. Um, But also, they're both a similar amount and kind of weird. And that's important, because like... It's true, it's true. You... You, yeah, if if we, there are two people who you're like, okay, they're about the same level of like attractiveness, um, and they are the same level of like weirdness, and they're someone in the, of the same like cultural background, then you're like, okay, they'll probably like each other. Like it, that'll probably go. Smoothly. Yeah, yeah, they kind of seem like yeah, yeah. They seem really. They both shared their their fears the last time. Um, and one of the things that keep coming up in these shows, and, it, and it's it's such a theme in the life of all millennials, is that every single one of us, at, when we were children, were either subjected to bullying for our weight, or we witnessed other people get brutally bullied for their weight. And so 
this keeps coming up every time we have this this um every time the the couple sit down and and not sit down in person and talk but like when they have this conversation uh behind you know it it, which one called behind their screens in the pods um several couples opened up about their weight issues and um in in the in the first couple um that we we see um we we have this this issue come up the weight issue danielle nick yeah i mean danielle probably has the most like at least her body image issues are the most like front and center as part of her narrative you know it's i will i would say that she talked about it the most but obviously because of editing you don't really know that but um it's a it's a big part of like danielle's character that we see is like a lot of insecurities and a lot of body image issues and um i mean she even says after she and nick have met and they've kissed and she's like oh i was so worried and he's like why she's like what do you think i was worried that you wouldn't think i was cute and he's like of course i think you're cute um but i i even thought it was interesting that she was like well what do you think you know it's like that she seemed to think that that was so obvious obviously i was worried that you wouldn't think i'm with i'm cute but I would That's not necessarily I a given. see that in some way, though, because there's another couple where the girl was, like, worried about, like, the dude not finding her attractive enough. But this is a special case because... I mean, a lot of we'll, people worry we'll, about that, but not everyone, you know? It's, it's not a given. Yeah. I would be a lot more That's worried true. that I wasn't going to find them attractive. That would be a much bigger worry for me, personally. <laughs> Because then it'll be like, how the fuck do I get out of this situation? Well, yeah, and that you would know? just suck. I'd feel There's, really bad. If, I find, if they don't find me attractive and they reject me, I'm like, <laughs> that that's not, like, I can eat my emotions. I can handle my emotions. But, like, if I'm not attracted to the person for, for whatever reason, at I would just feel like dying. <laughs> like I would just want the earth to open and for me to go into it. Um, Cause why I would not. Um, I, it's very hard for me to hurt other people. This is a situation where I'll be hurting someone else. Yeah. Um, but if they don't find me attractive, whatever they can, <laughs> I'll be hurt, but I can, I can handle my, I can, I'm okay with yeah. being hurt and, dealing with it i know what you mean you know yeah but the idea of me like i I, it's i'm demisexual well i'm not demi (laughs) all right in my head i was like well we earlier talked about our friend demi demisexual (laughs) (laughs) love you demi um but yeah no i'm demisexual so like people get hotter the more i know them like if I care about you, then I actually find you very attractive, which is kind of a thing. Like Erica, like I've remember, like I, I've told you several times that, Oh, you look hot. And we're like, Oh my God. I'm like, I'm not even like, like I'm just my regular self right now. I've been told this by other people too. Um, like when I care about people, um, not even 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 like if it's just being friends you know 
um, when I care about them, they just become hotter. Sure. I actually kind of wonder, like, among autistic people, um, how how many people, like, would kind of at least, whether they identify that way or not, fit the definition of demisexual? Because I feel like, um, mm. I think that's very common for us. I, like, that's just kind of sort of... I've heard a lot of autistic people describe their mm-hmm. attraction that way, you know, and uh, yeah. not as many neurotypical people describe it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, so I come from a very patriarchal culture that is like super invested in like, well, not super invested in what people look like, but like, it's very patriarchal and men are always like asked to find the hottest women and, um and brag about it and so when i was growing up everyone was like huh (laughs) i said you're from Reddit." yeah basically everyone was like oh you're so you've been listening to a sample of a premium episode of aliens watching reality tv to hear the rest of this episode go to patreon.com slash aliens watching reality tv for only five dollars a month you get an additional full-length episode of the podcast every week along with bonus mini episodes whenever we feel like making them your support helps us keep the podcast going and remain ad-free because ads are annoying. Except for this one, which is super cool. Thank you. I never feel bad because I don't like to feel bad.